Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading James chapter 2 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll review key takeaways and we end our session with a prayer. So let us start. Favoritism forbidden. My brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ must not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, Here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, You stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. It is not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him to whom you belong? If you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, You should not commit adultery, also said, You should not murder. If you do not commit adultery but do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Faith and deeds. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that, and shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do, and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. This is the end of the reading. So here, what is James telling us? He's basically telling us um, that we must have faith, but if we do have faith, that's going to be demonstrated by our actions. And it may seem at first that this goes against what Paul was saying initially, that faith, we're saved by faith alone, uh, our faith in Jesus. And James comes along and says, wait a minute, if you have faith, you also must have deeds. So you're, you're saved by your faith, but true faith is accompanied by good works. So this is kind of how we reconcile them. They're saying the same thing. 
that really it is the faith that truly saves us. It is our faith in Jesus and God's grace, by God's grace, that we're saved and made righteous. But that that true faith will eventually manifest itself into actions, outwardly actions, acts of mercy towards our fellow men. So faith alone saves, but the faith that saves is never alone. So let us pray. Father God, we thank you for sending us this amazing gift in your word through the Bible. This amazing gift that clarifies to us how we are to be made righteous. As you instruct us and as you tell us through your many disciples, it is really the faith, our faith in Jesus alone that makes us saved. And through your grace, you honor this. But if we're truly saved and the Holy Spirit is born in us, then the good works must follow. Good deeds must follow. And so that is the way that other people can tell on the world, on the outside, that we are saved. So Lord, we ask that you allow the Holy Spirit to descend upon us, that you allow the Holy Spirit to allow our faith to grow. And as that faith grows, that our actions towards our fellow man, towards you, Lord, towards Jesus, be nothing but love, be nothing but righteous love that emanates from the Holy Spirit that you sent us. We ask this in your Son's name, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of James chapter 2. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.